Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here talking with Coleman Hemphill. He is... Uh, with the Texas Hemp Industries Association, and we're in Austin, Texas right now. And how you doing there, Coleman? Hey, Coach. It's great to be with you. Oh, that's great. Uh, Coleman, can you give us a little bit of background on yourself and how you got involved with the uh, Texas Hemp Industries Association? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I grew up ranching and farming in West Texas, and that's where my family's been for the last about 150 years. Um, traditionally we've been involved in sheep and goat raising for wool and mohair for about the last 150 years, but really since about the early nineties, that hadn't been a real viable industry. And so really through the nineties and, and growing up through the two thousands, trying to find a real viable way to reinstitute manufacturing in the small towns and, and rebuild economic development in, in the rural parts of this state has really been kind of the driving force. Okay, and so uh, you're the head of the Texas Hemp Industries Association, and how did, when did that start? So I've been politically involved really since probably about 2013. Um, we started our work with working with a lot of integrative doctors, mm -hmm. so doctors that utilize different uh, medical devices, different treatment options that are really available around the world in different states, but are, are very restrictive here in Texas, and so... Um, through the political involvement, I was at the Texas Republican Convention in 2014 where they added industrial hemp onto the Republican platform for the first time. And, you know, although my last name is Hemphill, I, I never have really done the research finding out all of the benefits of hemp. And so after the, the convention, I went back home and was in a cotton field for about five months and learning all of the horrible things about cotton and at the same time learning all the, the benefits of hemp. And so with with Henry Baez, who's the, the president of the Texas Hemp Industries Association, we, we formed this group in 2015, so shortly before the session in 2015. And fortunately, we're able to get a bill in 2015. We had a committee hearing. We got that passed out of that committee unanimously. But unfortunately, we're not able to move that through to a House vote and then on to the Senate. So um, I've been working really diligently in the state since then uh, to get in contact with different businesses that are in the state. Also other businesses in other countries like Canada and in other states like Colorado and Kentucky to really prove out the, the industry, both from a, a food and supplement standpoint, different hemp proteins, hemp milks, hemp burgers, all the different food products as well as the textiles with Patagonia. Um, really, all of the people that are actively involved in hemp right now have been very interested in what we're doing in Texas, and and we're really hopeful to, to get some, some big things passed this next year. 
Yeah, and so today we uh, we all went on on the Hampton Road Trip uh, bus, and we went to the the Capitol and met some people there. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we started the day really more from a federal standpoint. So uh, last year there was Senate Resolution One Thirty Four that was authored by Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell out of Kentucky, as well as Ron Wyden out of Oregon. I believe it had 16 co-sponsors. So we started the day at Senator Ted Cruz's office. So Senator Cruz is on the Judiciary Committee, as well as John Cornyn, uh, both of our state senators, where that bill in Washington, D.C. has been sitting for the last several years. And had a very productive meeting um, with his, his state director and his Central Texas director. They seem very supportive. They're very interested to see the new language that's going to be introduced very soon. And just staying staying on pace with what's happening on the state level. So we went to, to Senator Cruz's office and then we switched over to the state side in the Capitol. Went to Representative Bill Zedler, who is authoring HB 3587 that would allow for licensed cultivation in the state through the Department of Agriculture but also allows for the manufacturing of the plants um, and how that would be regulated in the state. Um, this was enabling legislation from the 2014 Farm Bill, so we're not going too far outside of those bounds, but we do feel that this is a very free market approach. Um, and we're excited because we have a lot of support from research. We have layers of intent to do research from Texas Tech University, the University of North Texas, the University of Houston, um, and what was exciting today, after we left the Capitol, um, got to see them in session in both the House and Senate, we were able to travel to, to College Station. Um, College Station is, I believe, one of the largest public universities in the United States and certainly one of the largest agriculturally focused universities. And we, what, what college is that? So that's uh, Texas A&M University okay. in yep. College Station, Texas. Um, we were able to meet with a Dr. David Baltonsberger, who's the head of the soil and crop science, and just getting to talk to him and seeing his involvement in alternative crops for the last 35 years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has some good insights. Tell us about some of his insights, just a few of them. Sure. So I think, um, he certainly acknowledged the, the benefits of hemp seeds and the hemp food market. But I think he understands that in order to really get this into the larger echelon commodities and the, the higher acreage grains, we're going to have to figure out ways to increase yields on our seed production. And I think he was most encouraged by the auto industry. I, I know here in Texas we've had a big rebirth of or new industry in the auto industry in the Arlington and, and San Antonio areas with GM and Ford and Toyota doing okay. a lot of their assembly plants here. And and with that, there's a, a need for lighter weight, strong materials, with, um, which I think there's a huge potential for in the state. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, where, do you, where you hope to end up this uh, 2017 with hemp in Texas here? Well, right now, we're fully optimistic and going full steam ahead to, to get a bill passed this session. Uh, our bill was referred to the Agriculture and Livestock Committee in the House last Thursday, really ahead of schedule from its bill reading, which is you know good momentum from leadership within the House. I'm hoping to have a committee hearing on April 12th. Um, oh, okay. And so coming up very soon, um, if not the 12th, 
uh, the 19th. I feel pretty confident that we'll have that hearing. We have support from some of the largest farmers around the state. We have layers of intent from universities and layers of intent from companies like Patagonia and Fresh Hemp Foods, Manitoba Harvest, um, Good Seed Burger, a whole host of different businesses that are really thriving right now. And to we have such an opportunity to create jobs in mm-hmm. Texas and to right. reinvigorate that the manufacturing of these products at the local rural levels, which has really been my heart and soul of getting behind this. Cool. So uh, today you mentioned that you had the support of uh, several farmers and and people in uh, big uh, farmers in uh, Texas here. Can you tell us who? Yeah. So I, I'll tell you one in particular. So Texas has had years and years of drought, and one of the the commodities that suffered the most from that has been the rice industry. So in the Lower Colorado River Valley in in Wharton, Texas. Uh, there's one farmer that has over 31,000 acres of rice, but has been unable to have a rice crop because of a lack of of rain and drought in in other parts of the state and all this water that's allocated to the cities primarily. So hemp makes perfect sense for him. If he has a crop that uses less water that allows him to, to open up into new markets, he's very interested in it. We've spoken to probably what represents over 400,000 acres, just personal conversations we've had with farmers. Um, The farming community in Texas gets it. And we're very fortunate to have hemp policy added to the Texas Farm Bureau policy book Mm -hmm. and having the support of the Farm Bureau, which has over 511,000 members in the state of Texas, I think is a really strong statement to the rest of the state that this is something that our farmers need, this is something our farmers want, and and this is something that they feel like that they can make money on again and, and help benefit them in many ways. Well, that's awesome. So um, so tell us uh, a little bit about uh, uh, your organization now. You, uh, you have quite a few members. Um, what's happening here? Well, I mean, we could always grow more membership. I mm-hmm. think... You know, I, our focus is really education, mm-hmm. uh, both at the legislative level and, and as well as the, the consumer market and to, to grow people's understanding of all these businesses that do exist in Texas. So we, we ask for more people to, to get involved and to follow this legislation as we move forward. We're asking people to call their, their local state representatives and state senators to, to support HB 3587. Um, and I, it, stay tuned. We're, we're having more and more events. Two weeks ago, we had Dr. David Williams from the University of Kentucky come and speak. Um, a week prior to that, we had Dr. Sheldon Shee from the Uni- University of North Texas and the past winner of the National Science Foundation Award come and speak. And really, I've been surrounded by so many tremendous minds. And to, to have those events at stores like Patagonia in downtown Austin that shows that end product and what really can be done with this. I, I think it really fleshes this out and makes what we've been saying about hemp so much more real. And it's with some of the premier clothes makers, auto parts builders, and oh yeah, researchers. It's amazing. Okay. Well, uh, is there any last uh, comments that you would like to make uh, or to our audience here? You know, my heart behind this is I, I want to see industry back. I, I want to see towns thriving again. I want to see people having an interest 
in farming and restoring our soil and and increasing our health because I think it really all does start with the soil. It starts with the plants that we're growing. It starts with the products that we're consuming. And so I just want to continue to encourage people to learn more. I think the more that you learn about any topic, the more inclined you're going to be to actually participate in that. And hemp's a great journey. It's a lot of fun. I think it really excites the imagination of, of what the possibilities are for the future. And we can best move in that direction while using those products that already exist around us right now. Well, Coleman, Hemp Hill, no better man to head this organization. So I want to thank you very much for being a guest on the I Hemp Revolution podcast. Hey, it's great to be here with Coach. Really enjoyed it. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.